Good morning, Mid-Missouri. It's time for the wake-up call here on KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. Good morning also to us. I'll read a selection of our online listeners. So many pins on the map this morning, but see, we've got listeners near Careville, Texas, Amherst, Massachusetts, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and Elk Grove Village, Illinois. So good morning to all of you. Today, we're expecting an unseasonably warm high of 76 degrees. Stay tuned for a full weather report after the news. From my Crooked Media News Roundup, uh, they write that Governor Gavin Newsom of California has called for a citizen-enforced assault weapons ban modeled on the Supreme Court-approved Texas abortion ban in an elegant move to reduce gun violence and demonstrate the court's odious political agenda in one fell swoop, in addition to calling the Supreme Court's constitutional bluff. Newsom has supported a proposal to make California a sanctuary for people seeking abortions if and when Roe v. Wade bites the dust, and to fund abortions for low-income people who travel from other states. So, Governor Newsom of California leading the way and uh, (laughs) trying to affect some real change. Um, just a quick happy news note. Criminal justice reform candidate Susan Hudson won the New Orleans sheriff's race this week, becoming the first black woman to be elected sheriff in the entire state of Louisiana. So that's interesting news. Um, renewable energy proponents will appreciate that the Biden administration released an ambitious federal strategy Monday to build 500,000 charging stations for electric vehicles across the country and bring down the cost of electric cars with the goal of transforming the U.S. auto industry. Vice President Harris said, We want to make electric vehicles accessible for everyone, absolutely make it accessible for everyone and easy, just like filling up your car with gas. The auto industry is already moving toward electric vehicles, and Harris added, we need to make that shift faster and make sure it is driven, funny pun, good for you, by the United States. But up bump little mom joke from our vice president. When public chargers are installed in rural, urban, or suburban neighborhoods, we make it easier for people to go electric, Harris said, adding that the biggest barrier most people cite to buying an electric car is figuring out where and how to charge it. So I covered many months ago over the summer a story about um, how they were going to put charging stations in all our national parks. So hopefully that's still underway. And then here's this layer over the top of that. Uh, Closer to home, in case you haven't heard, Columbia Public Schools' indoor mask mandate will end when students return from winter break on January 4th. This will apply to all students from pre-kindergarten through the 12th grade. Along with no longer requiring masks in district buildings, quarantine procedures will only affect students who have tested positive for COVID-19 or are symptomatic. However, mask use will still be enforced on district buses. The district cannot change the mandate on buses because it's a federal protocol. Here on Wednesdays on the Wake Up Call, it's Tech News, and we check in with John Dupuy, the host of Tech Radio. Good morning, John. What's new in tech this week? Well, we've got a new drug that's of a a different class of drug than we've seen before. Oh. It's for dealing with presbyopia, which is the condition um, many people get, actually most people get, when they get over 40 and they start needing reading glasses. Oh, uh, it's basically when the uh, the cornea on your eye hardens and you can't 
you can't change the focus as well as you could do when you were younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it makes it hard to read things. Yeah. Um, most people right now solve it with reading glasses, but this is a, a new drug called Vuity that has reached FDA approval and is going to be starting on sale tomorrow, actually. Hmm. So this is something that's coming out right now. Uh, what it does is it doesn't actually solve the presbyopia. That'd be nice. Mm. <laughs> what it does is it causes your pupils to narrow. Hmm. You put a drop in, and then for after about 15 minutes, your pupils narrow, and for the next uh, 8 to 10 hours, they remain narrow. Uh, what this does is it actually makes it easier to read up close. It's a very similar to, um, if you ever see a, an older person turn on the bright lights and show, you know, try to read it under a brighter light. What that's actually doing, it makes it easier for them to read because under the bright light conditions, your pupils naturally narrow. This is doing it on purpose, so they remain narrowed. Now, the downside of this, of course, is you do not want to do this at night if you're going to drive in the various other conditions. So this is really a a daytime (laughs) thing to do, in my personal opinion. They don't say that, but in my opinion, don't, don't do these at night. Uh, so you will still need the reading glasses if you need reading glasses for other parts of the day. Uh, but it is a possible thing you can do. Boy, I don't know. Unless I was like the kind of person who did close work all day, like if I was tying flies or, you know, editing text or something. Gosh, I don't know. Like I was really excited when you first started talking, but now I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it has gone through all three full phases of testing, mm-hmm. with, including the general test for the adults. So it it's probably okay. I'm not worried about safety. I'm just thinking about convenience. I mean, you have to put drops in, which a lot of people aren't yeah. crazy about eye drops. And then for eight hours, there you are with narrowed pupils. That's true. And as you said, you know, I mean, it affects how you're seeing everything else. I mean, if you knew you were going to be doing close work for like an eight-hour shift, I guess I could see that being better than having to shift back and forth between readers. I don't know. Readers are pretty cheap. They make some pretty cute ones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's pros and cons to like yeah. everything. But that's really interesting. That um, really snuck up. I had not heard a word about that, and here it's already approved. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, two quick details. It's mm-hmm. They're going to be selling it for $80 for eighty for 30 days, so it's oh. not cheap. Yeah, so um, that's, that's, that's like... And it does... That'd be like two over $2 a day, I guess, in 30-day month. Yeah. You'd be... Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, it does require a prescription. I would hope. And... Word on the streets is there's two competitors that are already seeking FDA approval on their versions of drops that do the exact same thing. So huh. I, don't, I would, I suspect it's not going to remain at eighty dollars. Well, I'd be really interested to see who goes to the trouble of doing this. If anybody out there I know in Radio yeah. Land decides they're going to get these drops, please report back to me or John. Let us know how it's going. I just, it's hard for, I don't, I don't know. I'm glad that it's an option for people, but I'm, it, I'm having trouble imagining the person who would invest that kind of money just for that effect. Let's see if, I'm not sure what the shelf life of the drug is. I yeah. could see someone getting it and just using it on occasion. Like if they were sewing like a, a big project or something, I guess, or yeah. you know, like I said, yeah. close work, like work that you really need to see details and yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't just wear glasses. I'm trying to imagine that situation. Interesting. But that's really fascinating. That one really snuck up on us. Like, I had not heard anything about that. I did not know either. So many Generally people speaking, suffer from yeah. that. What is that, nearsightedness? You'd think that that would have been major, a major news story. i, I got to be careful here. Presbyopia, not nearsightedness. Well, okay, yeah. The, the age-related. Age-related. Age-related nearsightedness. Problem. Right.
Interesting. Well, gosh, thanks for that news. Um, and we'll look forward to talking to you next week. Yep, right. Thanks, John. If you enjoy that kind of stuff, tech news, you can follow John on the web at tech.radio, or you can always listen to him right here uh, one Monday a month on, oh, no, it's not Monday anymore. Yeah, it is, Mondays, uh, on KOPN.org and KOPN 89.5 FM. Today, we are looking at a high of 76 degrees with quite a bit of wind. It'll be a lovely day to eat lunch outside, but you might have to sit on your napkin. And if you have holiday decorations outside, you might want to spend a few minutes securing them this morning before you head off to work. It's going to drop down to 39 degrees overnight tonight before warming up to only 51 tomorrow. And then there's a chance of rain way down the road on Friday evening. It's not, it's like 30%. Um, But this weekend looks like it's going to be sunny with highs in the 40s. It is already 65 degrees outside. I've walked up to the office in shirt sleeves, no jacket, no sweater. Uh, We've got Democracy Now! with Amy Goodman next. And this afternoon, we've got our three to five music lineup and Farm and Fiddle tonight. So uh, for the Wake Up Call News team, I'm Sarah Kaplan. Hope you have a great day.